0: Hello and welcome to Investigate Earth Podcast. I'm your host, Chad, alongside my beautiful wife,
1: Sharon. Oh, thank you. Hey, guys. How is everyone this evening? Hope you're doing well.
0: It is 5.16 p.m. here on the east coast of the United States of America. It is February 28, 2022. Welcome to the podcast, guys. We are going to give you a uh, the latest updates on the Russia-Ukraine crisis. Not even a crisis. It's a war. It's, and it's a, a war. Crisis. Yeah. It's all of those things it's a genocide it is a it's another uh, world war 2 hitler um, type situation i like mean like a
1: pre world war 2 i guess yes pre
0: but at the same time uh, putin is is doing the same thing with ukrainians as hitler did with jews yeah um, he's not it's putting insane. him in concentration camps but he's basically just going to try kill to kill as many people as possible yeah um and I think that's something we're going to talk about also. Uh, is like, what is the humanitarian side of this? I understand that like countries are getting involved as, I guess, little as they can um, to avoid them to be in conflict. But uh, we're going to talk about Putin's new warnings and his new threats uh, as of today, February 28th, the last day of February. And um, we're also going to talk about, could this break out in a nuclear war? It looks possible, at least, that this is not going to be contained just to the Ukraine and uh we're gonna talk about how all this affects all of us, not just in the United States, but Canada and Australia and um and all of that. So that's and what we're Ukraine, gonna talk about. For sure. Well obviously the Ukraine and yeah. Poland
1: and Sweden and any of the countries that are like bordering around there.
0: <laughs> yeah. So um so guys, welcome to the podcast. We've been off for a few days and uh we've just been monitoring this pretty much nonstop. Yeah, I mean, twenty
1: four hours a day we've been um, watching this.
0: It's, it's pretty insane. Uh, it's something that, you know, I, I've talked to several people and they're like, um, you know, why, I'm not watching it cause I, I just don't even, you Yeah, know, a lot I, of people
1: are like, I just turn my TV off. I can't watch it.
0: Yeah. Well, they're like, you know, um, I just, don't, I don't even want to watch it. And, um, and I'm just like, well, that's fine. But I mean, I mean, and, 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 and that's all fine and dandy, but you know, You can ignore reality or you can actually witness it because this is what's happening. This is going to this is I mean, alongside if COVID wasn't bad enough, if the pandemic wasn't bad enough, if other countries basically tyrannizing their own people wasn't bad enough. Now we have other countries trying to tyrannize people that don't even belong to them. And so this is where we're getting. And it's like, you know, it, it almost kind of... This whole war thing and the pandemic, it kind of opened the door. You know, a lot of people said that Putin was, like, um, extremely... Uh, scared. No, but scared of the whole pandemic. He was definitely scared of getting COVID. He's been basically locked away in some... Uh, he has two different places in Russia that... He's been so afraid to get uh, to get COVID that um, he's just not been out anywhere.
1: Oh, so he's been isolating himself.
0: Yeah, out, like, for two years. Mm. And, um... And it's not just that, you know, there are people I, I saw a rumor, which, by the way, guys, that's another thing. You can't believe everything you see on the Internet right now. People are going to try to bullshit and whatever. Uh, you know, I, I had first seen that Putin had covid lung and now he's just crazy. That's I from yeah, what I have seen, that that's bullshit. I saw that, too. Yeah. Um, the actual story on, on Putin is the fact that he has been isolating himself. He is basically, you know, became a hermit. He's been deathly scared of the pandemic in, in whole. And as we know, someone that was already not completely right mentally, uh, as Putin is, uh, someone as a dictator, a tyrant, um, you know, those people, um, you know, you put them in a situation like the pandemic, I mean... I mean, give all of our lives, for example, you know, there's been so many people that have, you know, the suicide rates have been the highest they've ever been. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you've got people that are the, the depression is through the roof. You, and it, it's, it's not just adults it's, it's teenagers, as it's kids. Um, this pandemic has affected everyone and including when it affects people that are tyrants already. You kind of see what the result can end up. And and by the way, he is. Taking the opportunity based on a weak world leader like mm-hmm. the United States, mm-hmm. and when you have a United States which has always played the role of police around the world forever uh and and then you put someone that is basically senile into office and and then and then you also see essentially how much that country themselves is crumbling, the United States is crumbling at its core this is not just the weakest the United States has ever been due to just, I mean, just in the administration or the government, but it's also the weakest it's ever been based on patriotism because I think, you know, if there's one thing that I'll take from this is like, I think people in the United States have picked sides between people and for whatever it's worth, that's what's happened. Uh, I don't think anyone trusts the government in the United States anymore. And you know, used to the United States was built on freedom and patriotism and pride and loyalty. And and, and and it was so easy to get people to join the military in the United States because they wanted to join the military to make sure that their country remained free. The exact same reasons that Ukrainians, not just military, but their citizens
1: oh my are deciding
0: to stay and fight and fight for their freedom and their country.
1: Yeah. And not only even citizens. Now, well, like even the president and his wife have suited up and bared arms to protect their own country and not only that now we're seeing people trying to get back are people that you know might have moved away from ukraine yeah, yeah, trying to get back. back in to help ukraine including like, this world is...
0: champion boxers at the brothers yeah um you know you've got miss ukraine which is i think miss universe um or she nuts. was
1: in the Miss Universe. I don't know if she... I don't know. But I, it's I just, don't know if she won or not. But I yeah, don't know. She was but she was, she's... A, there's so many beautiful women. Like, I see all these beautiful women in, like, the soldier year with, like, weapons. And they look gorgeous taking the picture. And they should not be, like, people out there fighting a war. Like, it's... Well, you know... But it's fu- so courageous.
0: Yeah, they're... um. Well, first of all, Ukraine has always been known around the world to have... Uh, you know, I, I saw this a couple of days ago and I actually talked to mystery man, uh, last night, <laughs> Nick. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, it for those of you who remember mystery man, but, uh, he's like, yeah, he's like, man, he's like, I'm telling you, man, he's like, Ukraine's always been known to have like the, the finest girls in the world.
1: They're beautiful. Um,
0: and so, yeah. And actually there's a lot of supermodels that come out of Ukraine. Cause I mean, they are like a mm, lot of the women there beautiful. are just, they're, they're really yeah. pretty. Um, and so, but but you but that's the difference. Is like these girls are are beautiful, but they're also badasses. Yeah, they're badass
1: beautiful women.
0: And the ones that can't be badasses right now are being badass moms and protecting their yeah. kids and making sure they they're strong and and resilient and making sure their kids survive and making sure their kids are not scared and. You know, there's there's women fighting two different battles Oh, here. yeah.
1: And there's even, like, Alina. I don't know if it, everybody's, like, listened to her, but you need to listen to her. Yeah, she's, she's the, the one
0: that's been interviewed yeah, yeah, by Yeah, she's Fox.
1: been interviewed several times. She has three or four kids, I think, and she has a baby, but she's down below in a, you know, I guess it's like a bomb shelter. I don't know. But she's like, I, I think can't... She was
0: in, I think she's been in a subway or something. Yeah, a subway.
1: I don't know. But she's like, I can't fight with a weapon because I have children. But mm-hmm. I can fight with my words yeah. and my words are powerful and they are so powerful. Like if you just go listen to her words and what's going on, like I would want her to be our vice president.
0: Well, she's, she's Ukrainian,
1: amazing <laughs> though. But I'm just saying her attitude, her whole, her whole, like whatever she's demeanor. talking about. Yeah. She, you know
0: resiliency her, yeah, her strength everything, everything yeah. it's like
1: amazing but I, but stories
0: think, but the thing is like you know and that that just goes for one person but there's so many people out there they're doing the same things and they're fighting the same battles and you know a lot of these people right now in ukraine are 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 waiting and 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 waiting for war and you know uh, instead in of war. instead of running they're they're fighting and you know that's the scary thing i guess for 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 me um you know uh, we did a podcast the other night, which we actually – we deleted this podcast, and the reason for that was um, – and Sherry was right. Like, I I, I don't want to give anyone um, – you know, one of the things that I guess I took the perspective of was, you know, I don't want anybody to die in Ukraine. And so parts of me are like – parts of me wanted to say – Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> parts of old. me wanted to say that – um, you know, as many people should get out as possible, but I also understand the patriotism side of it, and I get it. It's just it's just you don't want to see this happen. Um, yeah, you
1: don't want to see innocent lives lost yeah. over something that they're just protecting their own company. I mean, oh, my God, country, company. gosh.
0: Um, Just chill out. Calm down. Well, I, I'm just
1: so, like, <laughs> I have so many emotions about it. You know, I've never seen a country come together like this country. Mm-hmm. You know, not only military but civilians, um, moms, even kids. Even kids are going up to soldiers saying, "Stop this!" Yeah, you know. There's well, I a, mean,
0: kids are fighting. Yeah. I mean, you know, their they're, their kids are getting guns. I
1: yeah, mean, but I am talking about even like three year olds are going up to soldiers saying, "Why are you doing this?" Mm-hmm. I don't even think the soldiers even know why they're doing this. No, most of them the don't. Russian soldiers they th- the beginning they thought they were going on a training program. They didn't even know this is real stuff.
0: Yeah, a lot of them. Yeah, and
1: then the guys have been captured. I don't know. I'm not sure how many guys have been captured from Russia. Russia's military. When they've been captured, a lot of them are really young, and they ask them, "Why are you here?" What they don't they they thought they're on a training program. They have no idea why they're fighting or wanting to kill Ukraine, and they're letting them call their parents to tell them what's going. on. <laughs> That they've been well, captured. I mean,
0: and the thing is, you know, you, you have to understand, like Russia and Ukraine have always felt like they were pe- the people always felt yeah. like they were brothers, brothers and, sisters. and sisters. Yeah. yeah. and, and it, it's it's only the old people in the government that that make them apart. And um and and I think we're seeing that around the world. You know, this is not just a Russia-Ukraine incident. Um, we're seeing we're seeing what our United States government has done to divide our people. Mm-hmm. Even though Ukraine and Russia divided their people. But, you know, the United States has divided its own people in our own country. This isn't two different countries. But there's even been talk about dividing the United States into two different countries. Yeah. Because, like people have said, it might not be a horrible idea because now you're never going to have two sides ever unite again. Right. I mean, even I don't believe that. I, Which- I have faith in that, in people uniting. Yeah. but.
1: Which they weren't they didn't divide themselves. I think when no, they the, took over the Soviet Union and then they got their, their well, power No, back. when the Soviet Union fell, yeah. Ukraine got their own sovereign sovereign government and their their own little state or country or whatever. And now Putin's want to put he's wanting to put back the Soviet Union. Is yeah. what he's basically trying to do. Well, that's all so bullshit, if he uh-huh. wins Ukraine, he's going to go after all these other countries. He's going after Poland, after Sweden, and whoever else is in the mix.
0: Yeah, I would like to say it wouldn't get to that, but I don't know. Um, so yeah, guys, so that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about could this turn into a nuclear war, you know, and and how so. Obviously, Putin has made a lot of threats. Uh, we're going to talk about United States' response and kind of their position in this entire incident. And then we're also going to talk about um, you know, what is gonna happen if for some reason uh this does become a nuclear war. Is there any way that you can protect yourself? Is there anything you can do? I know a lot of you that have been following this probably worry about this stuff. I know a lot of you that listen to us because we've had episodes. I mean, we have a survival podcast, we've had episodes on prepping. Uh those are things I've thought pretty heavily on the past few days just to just to think about it. And um but yeah, so so let's talk about and let's get into... And by the way, guys, any questions you want to ask us, anything you want to ever ask us, check us out on Facebook. Uh, it's Investigator Podcast. You can go there. You can send us a message. We'd love to talk to you. Um, we got a, we got, actually got a few messages we got to get back to. Um, we've just kind of been taking a break from a lot of the social media stuff for the past couple of days. But anyways, check us out on there. We're also on Gitter. G-E-T-T-R, and we're on Twitter even now. I mean, you guys can follow us on Twitter. Um, I started just to talk shit, but I'm waiting to see, like, <laughs> how long um, they're going to keep us on there. So we'll see. All right, so here's the latest. Uh, so as of right now, um, as of today, um, there has been a lot of fierce Ukrainian resistance that has essentially continued to keep Russian forces from gaining control of key cities. Now, world opposition to the Russian invasion was hardened with the EU banning Russian aircraft from its airspace. So, the European Union has now banned all Russian aircraft from its airspace. Uh, there are even aircraft or air, um, airlines that have been traditionally pretty middle of the road that didn't get involved in any of this stuff, such as Swiss Airlines. And Swiss Airlines has now said they will not fly into Russia anymore. Um, that's a huge blow because um, Russia gets a lot of flights from Swiss Airlines. And so they have actually made a position in this uh, themselves as well. Um, But also, uh, Ukraine's second largest city was under a barrage of Russian rockets that left dozens of people dead. And a Ukrainian delegation met counterparts from Russia today in Belarus for talks that held little hope for an immediate end to the fighting that has sparked a nationwide resistance in Ukraine and left Russia's economy increasingly isolated from the world. Also, waking up this morning, we saw that the ruble, the Russian uh, currency, uh, had dropped some, I think, 30%. And it's not just the ruble, but so many of their stocks are just crashing. And so the Russian stock market is doing horribly bad. Uh, I've actually seen what some of the people from Wall Street Bets has been talking about. Buy the dip. And I'm like, well, it's going to keep dipping because they're not going to unscrew themselves from this for a while. Um, But anyways... Uh, So, the major developments today was the leader of Belarus, which is uh, Alexander G. Lukashenko, hosted the first face-to-face talks between Russian and Ukrainian officials since the Russian invasion began. But uh, President Zelensky of Ukraine said before the meeting that he was not hopeful that it would end the hostilities, which it pretty much, from all the reports, it didn't seem to be. Um, The Treasury Department announced that it would freeze assets of the Russian Central Bank, that are held in the United States and impose sanctions on the Russian Direct Investment Fund, and the value of the ruble, what we we're just talking about, plunged by twenty-five to thirty percent as the effects of Western sanctions shook Russia's economy. And so, um, Ukrainian officials accused Russian forces of launching a barrage of, of rockets on a residential neighborhood in Ukraine's second-largest city, which is Kharkiv, and they said it killed dozens of civilians. And by the way, I, I I hate to say this, but I, I believe this is just the beginning. Uh, more than half a million refugees have now fled Ukraine for neighboring countries, and um, and that came out from the UN today. The head of the, U- the UN, Filippo Grande, Grande, whatever his name is, um, and essentially the peace talks didn't really do anything today. I know Russia. Sent a team uh, or, or a group of guys that showed up in all in suits, and Ukraine's guys showed up in military fatigues. I mean, that's that's basically the difference. Russian uh, leaders are a bunch of pussies, and um, and Ukraine uh, basically their people are soldiers because they just became soldiers. They're also their politics and their or their political and their soldiers because you just got to do what the fuck you got to do to save your country, and that's what they're doing. Um, but Russia. Their leadership are a bunch of fucking cowards. So they show up in suits, and um, and that's just kind of how that goes. I just wanted to make that clear. Um, so the ruble crashed today. The stock market closed today, and um, their their economy is just taking a massive hit. So, you know, and some people say, well... You know, people around around the United States and around the world, their bars and and distributors and all this shit are are pouring out Russian vodka and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And so there's some people. It's like, well, how? Why would why would anybody help? do that? Because it's not hurting Putin.
2: Mm-mm. It's
0: only hurting the business owners, you know, and, and all of that. Um, and I got two sides of that statement or that theory because, yes, it is hurting them. I we we get it. Um, but at the same time I, I you know you don't want to hurt the people because the people are not actually involved in this and I get that right but you know I think in some ways maybe it'll it'll make the people stand up to the government but you know there again <laughs> What are the people going to do to the government? Because it, it'll just be a, a an all-out shit show.
1: Well, until – I mean, we can throw out Russian vodka all we want to, and it's not going to really do any good. Until – and it's just like the sanctions. They're not doing good anyways. No. Until we say, okay, we're putting sanctions on, and we're not buying your freaking oil anymore, and we're not relying on you, that's when it's going to hurt. But the problem is, is we're doing sanctions to a point where we still have our livelihood and we're still buying crap from him and he knows he's okay.
2: Yeah.
1: And that goes back to, to me, you know, our pipeline that we closed down. Like we have, they have control over our livelihoods because we're buying so much oil from Russia now. Mm -hmm. And until we stop buying their oil. And every, like Germany, I know they're, that's like almost all their oil it comes from Russia until we can say, you know, we're not buying anything from you. We can stop this, you know, the Swift line or whatever, but that's not really doing anything. He doesn't really care about that because he's still getting money from everybody that's buying, that, you know, are buying oil because they have to live off his oil. Yeah. He doesn't really care.
0: Well, and that's and what Ukraine said. They came out in a in a statement and said, look, you know, the United States can't in one hand say, hey, we're going to sanction you. And then the other hand say, oh, by the way, we still need your oil because yeah. we completely went um, opposite of energy indep- independence in the United States. The first thing Biden did in the United States was shut down the um, the uh, the pipeline. He shut down everything that we possibly had for energy independence and then is basically right after that, he went to Russia. He went to places like this and said, hey, we need you to produce more oil because now we no longer have oil. That was one of the big arguments about supposedly, which is all bullshit, but mm-hmm. supposedly the reason why the United States stopped our production of oil for the it's most part on the pipelines green. was the Green New Deal mm-hmm. and, and, and just all their, all their bullshit policies.
1: And they're still coming out today, like.
0: But but Jen look, Psaki
1: is still saying it's, you know, even if we reopen that pipeline, it's not going to help us because.
0: Oh yeah, but it did under Trump. Yeah, you know, and it did. She's like, and, we got
1: to reduce our fuel levels. Yeah, and that's
0: stupid as shit because that doesn't help us if you're in a war with Russia, which is very possible. That's a good possibility. I mean, what what are they going to say? Oh well, um I, Russia's going to say to you, not, oh, I know we're in war with you guys, but hey, we'll still make sure you get oil. And all that shit. You know how important oil is for the United States in general, for everything, mm-hmm. including military
1: operations. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, it's if, like
1: incredible. If we you, can't survive without it,
0: no. If you shut off oil production to the United States, and and say that, and Russia, by the way, is a pretty big supplier of oil to the United States, and the main reason for that is because when Biden took office. He literally went to Russia and said, we need you to produce more oil. That was one huge argument with the whole green thing and all the shit that Biden supposedly was shutting down our pipelines for. Right. Because everybody was like, okay, so what you're telling me is... Is that if we shut down our pipeline, you're going to go to Russia and make them produce more oil? How the fuck exactly does that save Earth?
1: Yeah, exactly. because oh, you're just er-
0: producing more oil yeah, there, but
1: it's saving Earth in America. It's
0: not though. That's but bullshit. In
1: 300 years, <laughs> if we had that pipeline open, but
0: no, what I'm saying is, we're not
1: even going to go up a half an inch. In like sea level,
0: it doesn't matter because it's all carbon. <laughs> it's carbon emissions. It don't make a shit if they do it in Australia, Russia, wherever. It all affects our our atmosphere. Yeah, it so, all affects
1: our like we all live on Earth, and it's going to affect our Earth as a whole.
0: Look, there's a reason why though that United States uh, basically took. Um, there's a reason why United States took the oil away from the United States themselves is because I'm sure there's some under the table deals involved in this entire situation. And so uh that's that's a huge problem. So now we are we are dependent on a country that hates us and 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 honestly in a lot of ways I actually believe that Russia did this to instigate something with us at least either with us or the United States themselves. So that's the position we're in with Russia and oil, and that's that's a big problem. Well,
1: it's just so funny that he's, you know, it's not funny, but he's going after Ukraine. But if anyone helps, he's threatening nuclear war, and not just towards Ukraine. But if the West helps at all, he's threatening it towards the, well, the that's, West, that's, that's meaning the America.
0: Yeah, be clear, though. That's the new threat today. Yeah. Uh, for those that have not been following this, um, he made a threat a few days ago that said that, you know, if— he's,
1: He's pumping up nuclear, you know. Yeah, oil. he's
0: he's basically activating his readiness force mm-hmm. for nuclear. Mm-hmm. And, you know, w- that was, I think, a day before we issued sanctions that no one gave a shit about, including him. And, uh, you know, and then we issued those sanctions. And so, you know, there's, there's many maps out there. You can see where most of Russia's nuclear arsenal is, including their tactical deployment of arsenal, which the tactical deployment of arsenals Uh, Of nuclear warheads is uh, basically nuclear warheads that are on trucks. And so trucks carry these massive looking missiles. And many of these missiles are not just one nuclear warhead in them, Mm -hmm. they're multiple. Mm -hmm. And so, like
1: 13 or something, 10
0: to 13 to 15. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, they got nuclear submarines. Russia has a large fleet of of submarines that have nuclear warheads on them. Uh, We had, I think, talked about the fact that there was a nuclear submarine that surfaced off the coast of California. Uh, undetected, not that long ago, and the United States didn't even know about it until they were that close. Right there, yeah. Um, but then you got, you know, you've got all these places. So then today, he said, if you even, which by the way, the United States and other countries in in Europe have been supplying Ukraine with weapons such as uh, surface to air missiles, air, um, you know, uh, artillery uh, weapons, probably ammo,
1: uniforms, everything,
0: whatever. And I don't Anything. know about uniforms. But, well,
1: yeah, even uniforms.
0: Uh, yeah. So and so now Putin came out and said, if you guys even help them that way, then we're going to retaliate
1: on Ukraine <sighs> and on the West.
0: Yeah, not just Ukraine. They're, they're threatening the West, including the United States. And by the way, a lot of times when they talk about the West, they actually just keep talking about the United States because yeah. um, I actually saw a meme today it said uh it had putin at the top and it says we're just trying we're just getting back what was once ours which is ukraine and then on the bottom it shows alaska and there and it shows a a guy sweating because alaska used to be russia
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know so uh there's there's that whole thing as well which i don't know why they'd want alaska as well but so
1: well he's going after everything
0: so let's talk about the the thing that is is going on right now so as of right now there are mile-long convoys of Russian troops three and, and equipment, three yeah, three miles at, at the least, but uh, around Kiev, and they are basically trying to surround the city. Kiev is the capital of the Ukraine. That is where, from what we at least understand, that is where the leadership of the Ukraine is, that is there, and they are fighting and ready to go. And so, you know, once... The capital city falls and the leadership falls. Uh, that's when Russia will try to declare victory. But obviously, Ukraine and the people and the military are fighting very hard. They've, they've. I mean, to be honest, even civilians. Ru- Russia. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Russia has. You know, they they thought this shit was going to be over in two days. What yeah. they what they thought was they were going to go in, they were going to bring all this this might, and then the Ukrainians were all going to leave, including the cap, you know, including mm-hmm. their cabinet of the government mm-hmm. and all that, and then they just have the country.
1: Yeah, like so, seriously, he he didn't even call it a, like a war. He's like, this is just a mission. This is a little a mission. military operation. Yeah, a military it. operation. And like I said again, I don't know if I said that, but he he sent his own troops, thinking this is a training. A training scenario they didn't even know why, why they're going in there they thought they were going for training
2: Yeah,
1: and you know he met up he met up with ukraine with such resistance that that's really frustrating and always an already cray cray dictator
0: all right so yeah exactly let's talk about though russia hasn't you know this is one of the things the the pentagon came out and said today in the united states that you know, Russia has had setbacks, but, you know, they're they're not turning back. They're not stopping. They're probably trying to get past whatever setbacks they're having, which I believe is with a lot of the military. Mm-hmm. And um, but we have to understand that Russia is a is a very capable and, and powerful military. And they've been building this military for a long time. Uh, I think the problem they're having right now is the fact of, you know, that the soldiers are don't want to do this. And which is why they're dispatching Czech, uh, Chechen, shol- Chechen soldiers and soldiers from Belarus. Mm-hmm. They're saying they're going to deploy because I think that Putin cannot depend or count on his troops because of the conflict of interest, I guess you can right. say.
1: And even his but, people.
0: But also the, the, the longer this goes and the more desperate. Putin gets and the more embarrassed he gets on the world stage the, the more, more harsh it's gonna, it's gonna be yeah more bloody. now the one thing that Russia has by the way r- obviously they have nuclear warheads obviously they have um, they have a ton of equipment although from from what a lot of people especially people that are experts in military sh- uh, say is like all these videos that show Russia in these tanks are like from the old Soviet Union era tanks they're old and and by the way all the tanks that you put in into breaching cities, or you're going to put your best equipment first. And so this equipment they're bringing in there, and and these droves are old ass tanks. They they are not good tanks. They're they're heavily outdated. And this is what a lot of Russia's fleet is. They they don't have a ton of technology on that side, which is the tank side.
1: Right. And by the way, but, a lot of them were running out of gas on the yeah. way in.
0: Yeah. And and so yeah. Which now this new convoy has you know essentially yeah. gas gas trucks. trucks. But Russia does have, uh, besides nuclear weapons, they have uh, weapons that are capable of inflicting mass casualties. And these have already been spotted in the Ukraine. And, and by the way, these these weapons uh, are known as the TOS-1. It's a heavy flamethrower, which basically shoots um, uh, thermobaric rockets. And so Russia is one of the only uh, countries to actually have this weapon. They're kind of known for this weapon. And this weapon is a, a thermobaric multiple rocket launcher. Uh, this thing was spotted near uh, Belgorod, near Russia's border with Ukraine, and that was spotted on Saturday. Uh, the weapons are basically capable of launching so-called vacuum bombs that suck out the oxygen in the area where they are deployed in order to create an a intense explosion. So... These thermobaric weapons, kind of how it works is if you've ever seen uh, any video of like a nuclear bomb, mm-hmm. how when it hits, you'll see something. that's actually how it creates a mushroom cloud because it sucks the air to allow a intense explosion. The, the more air it sucks out at the immediate impact or the ignition point of that rocket, the more air it sucks out of the environment around it, the bigger the explosion. Hmm. And so this thermobaric rocket is known for this and it, and it is and they they put them on trucks and and this is a weapon that if they use this in the ukraine is going to cause massive casualties i'm talking about blocks or you know a couple of blocks um from what we know they have not used this yet because you would know if they used this
1: and i think he was going in just thinking he was just going to take over ukraine but with the heavy resistance after 5 6 days of him not really gaining anything He's going to heavier and more damaging weapons that's not only going to kill the military, but civilians. Like, only, like already at least 20 children are dead from this yeah. invasion.
0: So the CIA, uh, they did a study on effects of weapons around the world. And the CIA essentially said that with a thermobaric rocket, uh, those that are anywhere near the ignition point are... Completely obliterated from this rocket, so it's just something that has the most intense power you're going to see in a in a surface to surface missile, which is you know these these rock, uh, these rockets are housed on trucks and they can even actually be put on uh, what looks to be tanks that are outfitted with this system. And it's and it's very similar to what you see with surface to air missiles. If you've ever watched any of the videos with the trucks that have like the forty missiles that are mm-hmm. in them, and you'll just see them firing one after the other, and yeah, it's and... going after airplanes in the sky. Right. right. And most of those are heat seeking, which is why you'll see so many people have got it wrong, like in the videos. Oh, with it, the it, ghost it'll, guy? It, no, yeah. it'll, no, it'll show fighters throwing. What they at first were calling it like. They were trying to make it out like these jets were bombing below them, right. but actually they were not. They were shooting out flares, flares so yeah. that it would, you know, these rockets that are surface would to air would go after that because it was heat. Instead of the, yeah, yeah, they're heat-seeking. Most of them are. So um, those at the fringe are likely to suffer many internal, thus invisible, injuries, including burst eardrums, crushed inner ear organs, uh, severe concussions, ruptured lungs, internal organs, and possibly blindness. Uh so even the people that are outside of the actual blast area are going to suffer heavily from this you know explosion. I mean it, it, you can you can basically just think of um I mean think of like a bombing that happened like the the Boston bombing. That's that that was that was a bomb that was put in a pressure cooker and yes, it did a shit ton of damage. But but the thermobaric rockets are I mean like 20 like 10,000 of those you know, pressure cooker bombs. Um, so in addition to those thermobaric warheads, intelligence officials cited that Britain's independent newspaper said they have seen a 27 M Malka 203 millimeter heavy self-propelled um, howitzer and two S4 Tauphin 240 millimeter heavy self propelled mortars, which can be used on large buildings to inflict maximum damage. And this is just in the Ukraine. So they have the weapons and Right now, we're trying to see, you know...
1: Trying I, to see nothing. They're bringing them.
0: No, no, but what, Because
1: he's so pissed off because they've been so resistant and he's not made the way that he wanted to make the last five days that he's amping up his war with them and he's no longer going to try to be as civilized even though he already bombed a, an apartment building and has killed children. But now he's amping up and he's going after... A genocide, in my opinion, he
0: is, and and I think though is that, um, you know, part of the reason, you know, part of me have thought about this, and by the way, Ukraine has held them back like crazy, and I'm and I'm so proud of them. He
1: thought he'd be there in one day,
0: but he's also using this opportunity, take no doubt, uh, uh, to see how uh, the Western world is
1: going to handle it, or even UA, or I mean EU, EU, sorry EU, or NATO, or anyone. He's wa- and so is China. China's watching.
0: Yeah, China's China's on their side, basically. Yeah, and
1: China's watching oh on Russia's if side. he can get away with this, then we're going after Taiwan.
0: Yeah, but there but yeah, and that's what I'm saying. He's watching to see like for example, when they blew up the building with that missile the other day that killed uh how many other people it killed and then um you know, just all these instances he's watching to see reactions uh from the United States and from Europe. And the United States is the big one because he's wanting to see how far and how violent he can, he can be. Get, yeah, he
1: can get away without
0: with. them getting involved. Because I don't know exactly what his plan is, a hundred percent. But I think it's going to come. I think Kiev or Kiev, however the hell you say it. People say Kev, it, Kiev. Kev, Kiev. Kiev. Uh, I don't know. This is you know there there are troops fifteen miles outside the city right now uh, and. You know, it is, I don't know what time. They're probably 3 in the morning, I would guess. 1251. 1251, sorry. 1251 in the morning there. And uh, they are setting up for a, a, a massive military operation in, in the capital city. It is going to be the biggest fight because that is where all the, the key personnel of the Ukrainian government are. And... It's going to be very interesting to see what happens. I mean, I know there's... It's I know It's not interesting. Going to be a,
1: it's, it pisses me off.
0: Uh, well, of course it pisses me off. But I'm saying it's going to be interesting to see how hard the Ukraine, Ukrainians fight. But, I mean, I, I guess my point was... they're fighting
1: with everything. Yeah, they're fighting with everything giving now. them. But, you know, a lot of weapons have not been given to them soon enough. People didn't take this shit serious soon enough. Things are out of control. They don't have days. They have hours.
0: Yeah, the the problem is, is that they're outgunned and they're outmanned. Yeah. And, you know, and, and it does piss me off. I know a lot of people say, like, it, it, what pisses me off is when a lot of people say, this ain't our war. Who gives a shit? Well, you know what? It, well, neither was so many of the wars that the United States got involved in, which was uh, mostly bullshit wars. Yeah,
1: bullshit wars. S-
0: supposedly to go over there and help these people. Even though that's not even the reason, to come to find out, we were ever there. But what do you know? When people actually need the United States help, yeah, we're not doing shit. We're
1: looking the other way, saying, "Oh, here's some weapons." Because it not doesn't do interest anything.
0: us. And you know what I tell you? Why? It's because look at how much oil we're getting from Russia.
1: It's yeah, but it's about the finances and about our livability because we're. How using are you that.
0: going to? Hey, how are you going to sanction a country, <laughs> knowing full and well that you are supplying? One of their most heavily uh, funded, by the way, their oil and and the money we give their oil is directly funding their military.
1: It is. And now that oil is going up from, like, I don't know how much it was a barrel, 50-something, to almost 120. Freaking Russia is getting rich right now.
0: Yeah, they're making a shit ton they're of They're
1: getting rich off this oil during this war. Yeah. So this is only making them money. It's not hurting them.
0: No. And you know they've talked about cutting Russia off from the Swift banking system, which we haven't done yet. Um, we probably will not do. And uh, that's the that's the one that's the tough. If you're going to sanction someone, that's the toughest. But also, a sanction would be, hey, guess what? We're not buying oil from you no more. Exactly. But we can't do that because because um, we, we don't, don't have, have our any. own
1: oil because we cut it off.
0: Yeah. Now they're talking about they want to negotiate with uh, uh, someone. had said, I, which just blows my mind. You know, it, it could possibly put us back in negotiations with Iran and and even the, the Iran nuclear deal. And it, it's just, it just, you know, it, that's when we gave, or Obama gave Iran, like, shit tons of money. And yet they still just, basically all they did with that money was use it to develop their nuclear program. I mean, this is a time in history right now with the Ukraine-Russia thing that our decision now and what we decide to do or not do is going to determine... Our, the future of the Western or the Eastern world from the us. Western
1: world, every world, every
0: world. Yeah. And yeah, we're this, we're this, looking like weak pussies right now. Yeah. I hate to say it. This but...
1: is this con- should concern everyone in the world.
0: Yeah. Look, you know, the reality, too, is, is that there there are there are opportunities that that United States could do or use to stop this there. I mean. Look, we went into Pakistan with our Mm -hmm. Navy SEALs to Mm -hmm. take out the leader of ISIS. Now, I understand Russia's a little different, but you could put a military operation in place to where you took out the leaders of of the government. Well, guess what? Putin
1: was just at a new building the other day with a little hard hat.
0: I know. (laughs) Oh, don't think they don't know exactly where he is. They know exactly where he is. Uh, You know, they know exactly where he is. And and don't get me wrong. People are going to say, well, then they would definitely launch a nuclear war. No, they wouldn't. If you can take out the head of the snake, which is him, I mean, his his little leadership there is probably not going to run and rush to the damn nuclear button.
1: I don't believe so either.
0: I don't think they would. I mean, especially if you don't go directly to kill them, maybe 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 you go old school tactics, you know, like old uh ISIS did to us all the time and you and you capture this this fucker and then you put him on video camera and you say um Listen here, motherfuckers. We know exactly where you are too. Yep. And we have teams outside of all of your locations right now. Now here's the thing. We're gonna about to kill this fucker. And we will kill him and we will we'll we'll just roll out. As long as you um get the fuck out of Ukraine, number one, you, you leave Ukrainian people alone, and if you even think about fucking touching a nuclear warhead, you're all fucking dead anyway. Yeah, Every one and, of you.
1: And meanwhile, Don't let don't think that we can not intercept your nuclear weapons because we can.
0: Yeah, most more than likely we can (laughs) we can intercept most of them. And there's going to be some that we probably can't. I mean, you know,
1: but as soon as they launch their first, they're done.
0: Oh, yeah, they're done.
1: Like we have the upper hand. We are at checkmate right now. And I don't think Putin realizes that he thinks he's at checkmate, but we're at checkmate. We can demolish him like that.
0: Well, a lot of people get confused about the United States' power, and and it's one of the things that it's not just the power of the United States; it's also our our tactical advantage. N- you know, Russia, for example, has all their nuclear warheads in Russia, right? Well, we don't. We we have we have nuclear silos and warheads in our submarines, like they do as well. They have them in their country, and we have them in our country, like like they do as well. The difference, though, the big difference here is, is that we have we have satellites that have nuclear warheads in them in space. We have uh nuclear warheads in other countries that are a part of NATO, which is by the way probably one of the major reasons that NATO exists. We have United States nuclear warheads in other countries on our bases there. There's a reason we have military bases in all these random places, Germany, all these Anything places. that's NATO. We yeah. have we we don't have to launch nuclear warheads from the United States. We can launch them from Germany, probably we can launch them from anywhere else we have a, a a military base. I'm sure we got silos in all the NATO countries so it's not it's not like we have to launch them and get them there from the United States and by the way, Alaska alone probably has a shit ton of nuclear warheads because Alaska is one of the closest, closest locations to, to, Russia. to Russia yeah so you know they know if they start a if they start a nuclear war it's over.
1: But I think the reason why he's doing this is, again it goes back to our administration. He thinks Biden is weak, well,
0: and he that's does. why
1: he's playing this game. It's a game, you guys. It's a game. Well, I don't know. And we're he playing is... more chess, and I mean we're playing checkers. He's playing chess.
0: Well, yeah, maybe. But but the reality is is that he is getting old. Who knows what his mental mindset is. Condoleezza Rice herself, which used mm-hmm. to deal with Putin yeah. a lot during right. the Bush administration. Bush administration. Yeah. Uh, you know, she said he's different. and, and that's, From
1: five years, even five uh, years ago.
0: Yeah, and very different mentally. And
1: you talked about the COVID thing and he's been isolating. I mean, that might have mentally fucked him up. I don't know, but he's fucked up in the brain right now. And he's not just a dictator. Right now, he is a murderer.
0: Yeah, he is. Well, he's genocidal. And, you know, that, it's an international war crime. It is any other situation we would invade that country in a in heartbeat. a minute, yeah. Uh, but if, it's if for some, some
1: reason it's like we almost act like a nuclear power. everyone's afraid of him
0: because they're a nuclear power. Yeah, that's why. That you know that's why nuclear warheads matter is because you get away with shit that you can't get away with but unless you have nuclear, which is got- why Iran and all these other countries want so badly to get nuclear. Right. And by the way, we're the ones that took away took Ukraine's Ukraine, nuclear. Yeah. yeah.
1: And and we vowed to take care, to of, take them care of them in 1994. And, yeah. Well, yeah. And look at what we're doing. Nothing. We're standing and watching it on TV.
0: Yeah, we we took away Ukrainians uh nuclear warheads program and we promised them that we would protect them, but we're not. We are sitting by and we're letting them get fucked up. I mean, and that's and, and that's that's why that even goes to, like, small-scale things. Yeah. Oh, we promise you, uh, country, if you do this— Then, then we'll protect you. Hey, well, we're, guess we're, what? We're not. We're going to take away five of your rights, but don't worry, because we're going to make yeah. sure that you're protected. We're, prote- we're doing your, this for your protection. Yeah, your
1: most powerful right to have a nuclear weapon. And I'm just
0: talking about on a lower scale. I'm talking about in your own country, America, yeah. uh, Australia from this pandemic, Canada— and I find it interesting. It's like, you know, COVID went out the door and now there's a war. Now who the hell even hears of COVID anymore? Isn't that interesting? It's just, it's, it's it's all completely nuts.
1: Yeah, I don't even care about COVID right now. Right, right now, what I really care about is exactly these what they poor want. Ukrainian people that are standing up to Russia. And something's got to be done. And it's not necessarily Russia. It's the leaders of Russia. And there's a big difference between that. Because... The military, they don't even know what they're fighting for. That's what's so crazy. They're just going because they're taking orders and they're not free like China. And it's so funny because not funny, but a couple of months ago, China and Russia both signed a treaty, like basically saying, this is the way we're ruling our country. We're not free worlds. Free worlds leave us alone and we'll leave you alone. Well, guess what he's doing now? He's like totally changed his mind.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of funny because, like, China came out and said, um, you know, in the event of a war with Russia versus the United States, this is what China's stance is, is that Russia would dominate the United States. And there's, like, a war expert that says, you must be out of your damn mind.
1: Well, China also says that—
0: Because, by the way, United States has weapons that the world has never even heard of or seen right. or even know exists.
1: Yeah, I know. But China relates to Russia as their junior— yeah. They're like China's junior. China is saying they're they're, most, they're the most powerful country in the world. And by the way,
0: the other reason I said that, that, that maybe you go out and take out the snake of the head, or the head of the snake, is because you don't want to get in a nuclear situation to where you also kill Russian people, and you kill, that would also probably kill Ukrainian people, right. and it would in kill, Poland and, and sw- then China would get close. involved, and yeah. everybody would get involved. It would just be a... And, and the reason you don't do that is because you're killing innocent people still then, right. too. I That's mean, why
1: you take out the leader.
0: Yeah, it, it's got to be a tactical operation. And
1: don't think we don't know where the leader is. He no, was sure just out are. in broad light, like, opening a new building.
0: Yeah, or some bullshit.
1: Yeah, I'm sure the rest of the time he's probably underground or somewhere, but I'm sure our military knows where he is at all times.
0: So let's think about the uh, perspective. Does Ukraine have a chance? They do, but... You know, and they're going to fight and they're going to fight gonna till be the tough. end. And
1: everyone, um, even like other countries that normally don't give weapons in this kind of thing, yeah, like Germany. Germany yeah,
0: Germany was even against the damn swift banking thing. And now they're on board with like, hey, if yeah, you want to do it, do they're it. They're
1: seeing what's going on. Yeah. And how Ukraine is standing up to this bully, is what I call him. He's a bully, and he's a, gi- and he's a murderer. And by
0: the way, today, it just so happens that Ukraine, uh, Zelensky, signed the application to join the European Union, which is not NATO, but it's the European Union, and uh, which, by the way, is, is is something that Hungary has been resisting and and, mm-hmm. and and something that they don't want anything to do with. Although Hungary uh, is not sending any help whatsoever to Ukraine during this entire situation. They're
1: probably scared of Russia.
0: Well, yeah, but it's – well, and, and look, the reason they're not is because they're not a part of the European Union, so they don't really have a lot of support. And so that's probably why we're staying the hell out of this. But at the same time, it's like, you know, Zelensky, I understand he did his application. They did like officially on TV that, hey, we're part of the European Union. Mm-hmm. They're doing anything to to garner support. Right. Uh, you know, well, and this
1: is why the whole Zelensky thing
0: also said today that um, that he well he begged the United States to, to issue a no fly zone over mm-hmm. over the Ukraine. And by the way, we have a shit ton of equipment there. You guys can go and, and download Flight Radar Twenty Four. Flight Radar is a, a radar uh, system. Uh, it, it goes off ADSB and aircrafts. ADSB is the location devices of aircraft, and uh, they are in. They're equipped in most airplanes. Some some pilots use them. Some don't. Um, and even our military is actually using them right now. We've got. If, if you look at this radar system, right outside the Ukraine, and in, in various countries. Uh, we have heavy K- K- kc-135s KC which are uh, they're essentially refueling aircraft and uh, I believe we have those and th- all they're doing is they're just circling they're circling these large circles and they're doing that because obviously they are refueling aircraft in the air. Uh, don't know whose, not sure because the other aircraft are not on there the kc-135s are on there. Our friend Justin, which been on the podcast, they sent me a, a screenshot or a, a link to a, a Eurofighter Typhoon fighter jet that was below Ukraine a little bit. Those Typhoon fighter jets are badass. They're they're fast as hell. I Man, they're not they're not the newest thing, but they're they're great jets. Mm-hmm. But it's from the Royal Air Force. I mean, we've got a lot of firepower right outside the Ukraine. I mean, literally from all countries. We've got Royal Air Force. We've got Turkey. We've got. Uh, Germany, so many of them, I mean, I don't even. I mean, we've got everybody I mean we've got fighter jets we've got and by the way, uh, there are three or four countries today that are sending fighter jets to the Ukraine for them to use to increase their fleet of uh good for them for their aircraft and United States like even to today, anybody.
1: Turkey supplied them with drones to shoot it wasn't up today, some but it was like a couple of days yeah. yeah that shot up like some of those major missile. Yeah, and they're, um, and
0: they're using them, and they're and they're yeah. and there's actually and a video working. from the can. There's a there's a video out there from the gun camera of them hitting these damn things with the drone.
1: And I'm like, right on. And I I don't want to see anyone die, but these, well, they should not be here.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, there's going to be death. But yeah, you know, but if if you're on the side of the aggressor, you know what what what? Honestly, what the the Russian soldiers should all do is they should all wave white flags everywhere. Mm-hmm. They should go into Ukraine and give up and fight for Ukraine.
1: Exactly. And I did see some of that. I saw some of those.
0: Yeah, we did, which is weird. What
1: were they called? Those, what are those called with the tanks? The white flags. No, the tank things. Well, that
0: doesn't mean giving up though. You're talking, no, about they the, had
1: the white flags oh, yeah, yeah. outside yeah, the yeah. tanks.
0: That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Tanks. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. And they had white flags. Yeah. I mean, I swear to God.
0: Yeah. I mean, I know I've seen, I've seen it. Um, but, like, honestly, like, Russia's whole military force could not fight this bullshit war. And yeah, they could, and put their guns They could down. turn on their own—I mean, I hate to say that, but well, they're, they're going into a war to kill innocent people. Yeah. And so at any time that you are ever told to do anything that is against your religion— against God against just human rights you should never fucking do it which means you should do the opposite of that you should fight for the fucking people that are being oppressed
1: yeah and there are actually some Russian soldiers that are taking off their uniforms and putting on Ukraine uniforms to fight for Ukraine well I don't think they all should do it they don't believe it well it's just like all the Russians that were out there protesting over 3,000 people have been arrested just by protesting and now they're trying to censor all this in Russia so the Russian people don't see this.
0: And I look today, too. We, Like I said, we got about 10,000 um, Ukrainian listeners uh, on our podcast a month. I don't know what that will be now or how that will change during all this. But I did find it interesting, too, that we, we have about 20, I think it's like 22,000 listeners from Russia.
1: Yeah, because I don't um, think... The majority but, of Russia believes in what's happening right now.
0: But listen, so what I'm what I'm saying is for all you Russians that are out there that, um, that can share this podcast, or if you're a military member yourself, um, get this message out. And, you know, get the message out that you guys should turn on your fucking government. Yeah, because because honestly, they are going to send you into battle to kill innocent people that were doing nothing to Russia. All they were doing was just living a free life. And Putin didn't like that. And so, for anybody that can well, get Putin that message out, Putin wants his
1: old USSR back. That's I don't give a damn wants. what
0: Putin wants. It's it's not his country anymore. This is this is uh you know this is another country. That's like you going to your neighbor's house, breaking in and shooting everybody in there and saying this is my house now. Yeah, with no repercussions. I mean, that's essentially what is happening right now. So. Um, so let's also talk about, before before we wrap this up in a minute, uh, we're going to talk about two things. Uh, I'm starting to see some bullshit out there, video-wise, that is mm-hmm. is starting to get out there to try to make Ukrainians look bad. Yep. And I'm actually seeing this, unfortunately, from the left in the United States. Yep. Uh, they are posting videos uh, that makes it look like... Black people are not being allowed on a train to leave the Ukraine at like...
1: Are you kidding me? No, I swear
0: to God. So listen, so there's so there's a video out there. And by the way, I watched the video. But the headline and the way that the media is editing this video and the social media and all this shit, there's like seven or eight black people that are up front in this line to get on this train, which by the way, the train was completely full. But also you look around the black people, there are whites everywhere. So it's not like they're pushing these people off the train
2: mm-hmm.
0: because they're black. Mm-hmm. They're pushing them off the train because there's no other, there's no more room. And they're they're not just not letting the black people on. They're not letting any of the people around there on. It was a entire, I mean, like a crowd of people. Mm-hmm. But yet the media zooms in. They no, listen. Like they they these videos are cropping in. And by the way, this is being shared by some some leftists in in our country. They're cropping in on this video to where it takes out the rest of the crowd and just shows the black people, which just happened to be in the front, and they're showing it and trying to make Ukraine look like racist.
1: Yeah. And I think something with India is happening, too. Like, oh, yeah, the yeah. Same they, they've already
0: tried to say that shit as well. But but this is what I'm telling you, is that I was waiting for this to happen yeah. because I knew that somehow uh, somebody is going to try to turn the narrative on the Ukraine. But they're going to the
1: turn Ukraine. everything. And... By the way, let me just express, I know that we don't like to bring up leaders, but they're they're even tr- turning this shit on Trump, saying oh, no, that Trump is with yeah. Russia, even though he colluded, supposedly, with Ukraine. Yeah, it's all bullshit. Like, make up your mind what side he's on.
0: Yeah, and Melania, I believe, is from Ukraine, right? Let me make sure. I,
1: I'm sure. I'm pretty sure. But I'm just saying, like, whatever your narrative is, is what your narrative is stick with it and quit changing it to make people think the way you want them to think.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, so Slovenia, she's from Slovenia. So I don't know if she's from Ukraine. Not sure. But either way, um, this whole thing is just a bunch of shit. Also guys, what can you do in a nuclear war? Well, we're going to have another podcast specifically on that one day. Um, but you know, it depends on where it hits and what happens and you know, are you know, do you have somewhere under under underground is there going to be food available outside of uh you know, where you are staying? I mean, are you going to be able to store um you know, supplies for a cert- for years possibly or right. you know, a year or two? Right. But
1: think about Ukraine individuals being underground for even 5 days. They're running out of food right now.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. But they're not prepared for this. They no. this just kind of popped up this on them. Even on though them. the United States knew about this for months.
1: Yeah, and they said, "Oh, they're just going to do an infraction." That's yeah. what Biden yeah. said, an no, infraction. They knew about
0: this for months and had been planning <laughs> this for months and knew and and at the very least they could have got their they could have got Ukraine more better prepared. And so could the western world, so could Europe. Yeah. But um, but we're gonna talk about you know what is the uh, what is the things that we can be doing to to kind of because look the way this world is right now, guys, you got to be ready to protect yourself. And whether that's nuclear war or whatever it is, um, if you have uh, something available or whatever to where you can do something, like I mean, it, I'm not saying go out and be a prepper and do all this shit, but you know. There's gonna if there wasn't all out nuclear war, there's gonna be some people that survive for longer periods of time. There might be some people that survive for forever. I mean, not forever, but you know, beyond everything. Um, and then you know, we just gotta. It's it's nuts with what's going on. I mean, and it I'm really just is.
1: saying, people out there, and we talk to people all over the world. People are going back to the border of Ukraine. Because they believe in so much in what cr- Ukraine is going through. They want to stand up. I swear to God, if I was in Poland or somewhere close, I'd be taking a weapon over there to help him.
0: Yeah. And by if the way. If I could get a plane so,
1: over there, I would do it.
0: Another podcast we're going to talk about further in detail is how all these billionaire billionaires from around the world, they are fleeing and have fled the United States right. for months now. Um, yeah, I, by the way. We saw that Bill Gates stepped down. He bought a shit ton of land, which, Mm -hmm. by the way, he probably has an underground bunker in that land. He bought thousands of acres. You saw Jeff Bezos step down from Amazon. You saw all of these billionaires stepping down. We weren't quite sure why. But then if you look at where all these billionaires are buying land and houses are either in Australia or somewhere far away from the United States. Actually, there's a lot of people that say a lot of these billionaires left the United States a couple months ago and moved out of the United States. This is either a sign that they know more than what, Everyone knows right now as far as what could potentially be on the horizon. Um There's something going on with that, and we're going to talk about that uh, on, also, on an upcoming podcast. Yeah,
1: and also we need to bring up New World new world Order and George Soros. Yeah, that's what I was
0: just going to say. How saying.
1: that could be, like, with this. Yeah. Like, maybe they're starting this. How did that happen? Yeah, are they
0: instigating that? Right. Yeah, what's going on with that? Right. Um, but just wanted to give you guys an update. Will this turn into nuclear war? We don't know. But I think that you know this is gonna. I think this is gonna stretch beyond Ukraine. Um, but how long is the Western uh, countries, uh, such as Europe and the United States, going to allow this to keep going until we get involved? And then at that point, will it be too late? We don't know. Um, so unfortunately, we're just gonna have to wait and see. Uh, but for all of the Ukrainians out there, we pray very, very heavily for you guys. If yes. if, if we were in control of this country, we'd probably do something a little different. And, Absolutely. And I would have to help more than we are now. Um, well, and... it's
1: like uh, Alenia, I think her name was, you know, we're helping through our voice. That's what we can do right now. We cannot, you know, get a weapon and go out there and help them fight. If I could, I would. Mm-hmm. And anyone close to there that stands for Ukraine, I feel like you really should go out there.
0: Yeah. But, guys, um, that'll do it for this episode. We just wanted to kind of give you guys an update. We're going we're gonna to get more into this as things go on. But we do pray. We have all of our thoughts for Ukraine. And I wish there was more we could do. But that asshole, Putin, needs to be taken out. Yes. And and hopefully like that tomorrow. happens. <laughs> yeah, hopefully that happens. But um, we're going to cover a lot more in depth of why, why this could be happening, what could be the outcome of this as we go along. And then we got some really good shows coming up for you guys. Besides that, um, but I think that's it guys until next time that's it peace out yep. love, peace, prayers exactly. we love you, Ukraine stay strong, get through this kill as many of them fuckers as you can <laughs> bye bye
1: bye guys dry dust breaths in the air
2: to dark days do you have a tear to Make a pearl. Stayed at the gate. No, it's a lot to take in. It's designed to know when, don't wait. Don't be scared, went away, paralyzed as you stayed at the gate.